Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen, joined by Joyce. Joyce, it's a Sunday night, as you can tell, because I'm sitting in the dark. And uh, we're going to talk about... It's been a long Sunday. We're going to talk about... It feels like the Sunday lasted for two days, because uh, the DGA Awards announced their uh, winners... Uh, well into the early morning hours, I would say, As on usual. the East Coast. And then now in the afternoon, we had the BAFTA Awards. Yeah, the, the BAFTAs ended like six hours ago. <laughs> we were busy, Joyce. I mean, come we were on. Busy. I was at Chuck E. Cheese when the BAFTAs were happening. I was just at Chuck E. Cheese playing skee-ball, checking Twitter was, every now and then for the winners. <laughs> I was at the at the Long Island Children's Museum myself. <laughs> I've, I've been there frequently. So uh, We went yeah. because they had a, a elephant, a Mo Willems exhibit there. And I never, we, we, we had a lot of fun, a lot of running around and uh, climbing on things and looking at Twitter and seeing Barry Keoghan. So you had the same experience as me. So. Yes. Seeing Barry Keoghan and Kerry Condon winning BAFTA awards for Banshees of Inisherin, the taste, Joyce, impeccable taste. From the Baptist and in, in that cat those categories, I would say. I'm glad they got awards for their performances, even if they don't win the Oscar. Yeah. So yeah. I know. So- and I did switch to Carrie ultimately, so I'm glad. Because oh. I, I was feeling her for a while. And then I had Angela, but then I was like, you know what? They're before the SAGs this year. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 BAFTA Awards, right? so we'll, st- we'll start there and we'll talk about the DGA Awards. If you're, if you're watching this and somehow don't know who won these things, uh, the Daniels won at the DGA Awards. And then e- All Quiet on the Western Front won seven BAFTA Awards out of its 14 nominations, including Best Film and Best Director. Eva Berger, who was not nominated at DGA and is not nominated at the Oscars. I know at least, I I, I, I know uh, one of our, our contributors, I think uh, Charlie Charlie Bright had had Edward Berger winning Best Director. I can't say, I can't imagine a lot of people went out on that limb though. I think a lot of, I think most people had the Daniels and if not the Daniels, Todd Field. And if not Todd Field, Martin McDonough. <laughs> I, I have Edward Berger sitting comfortably in fourth place. And uh so- yeah, and then like the like like I said last week, the reason I saved the Daniels was that I thought that there were too many alternates to yeah. them, but then they just you know again like we also said last week they just love war movies over there. So they love war movies, and they they did not seem to really warm to everything everywhere all at once. I think it won one award for best. It won editing. editing. Uh, didn't even win Kihu Kwan. No, and remember when we we're like we never talk about supporting actor again. <laughs> And that Barry Keoghan one, instead of Brendan Gleeson, I found like hilarious and also perfect because I do think that actually maybe is fair. Uh, and uh, just a uh, BAFTA is going to BAFTA, I guess. You know, they don't really love rubber stamping a lot of times these supporting winners, it seems. Not often. No, I do think it helps that they were um, before SAGs this year. So they were less rubber stampy. I mean, they have gone their own way before, like Anthony Hopkins over... Um, Chavik Bozeman two years ago um, and so that that presage his Oscar win so and obviously we knew that like Banshees being an Irish film right was going to be a big hit over there in the UK yes <laughs> um, and like the the three things that they love the most uh, had a really good night um, Mar McDonough films yes war films and Bos Lorman films yes 
So where do you want to start, George? We could talk about, uh, so I don't think either one of us are, are expecting uh, All Quiet on the Western Front to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We could start there, I well, guess. Well, would you have it as the alternate now? I don't know. I think I still want to wait to see what happens to the PGA Awards, because I still think... It's not think nominated if, PGA. I know, but I think if Top Gun wins a PGA, that would be indicative of Top Gun's strength, right? Like, this is not a night when Top Gun was going to shine. The BAFTAs, obviously. No, it lost all four of its nominations. So, um, but like the thing is, Everything Everywhere is still a strong guild movie. So it could just win the rest of the top guilds because right. Banshees isn't eligible at WGA. Right. So it's got that unlock. It's probably going to win SAG Ensemble next week. Yeah. Um, it already has DGA. So then PGA is on a preferential ballot like the Oscars. So that's the one. So if, uh, it needs <laughs> if everything ever loses at PGA and Top Gun wins, I think you can make a strong case for All Quiet or Top Gun winning. And I'll be curious to see how that would play out. I was talking to somebody this past week, Joyce, and they were saying like their impression is uh, this is an insider, Joyce, not a, not a voter or anything, but an insider. And they were saying All Quiet is going to be really great on a preferential ballot because if you love Tar. And it's your number one, maybe all quiet, it's your number two. I assume there was a German connection there, right? Because the, the tar is uh, so much in, in, in Berlin. Is this person German? <laughs> no, but they were saying, and if you like Top Gun, maybe all quiet is number two. I have a hard time connecting people who love everything everywhere with all quiet. So maybe that doesn't need to be there. But I guess the idea is that a lot of people are going to be pretty high on top, on all quiet. And it'll probably be in their top three of these nominee of the best picture nominees. I mean, stranger things have happened. I just think there's not a lot of passion for the movie. And I think it could win like legitimately like three or four Oscars very easily without winning Best Picture. Um, I, I think the Brits were always going to love All Quiet more than Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, like obviously it got more nominations there than at the Oscars. Right. So, and I feel like they're more also like Navalny one, Doc over there yes. so i feel like there's just you know very heavy um anti-war sentiment yeah, clearly so um but i think you know like in top gun's case that's clearly a lot it's a way more american movie right. that will have much greater appeal here same thing with everything everywhere right. like we already saw from between the globes and the baftas like uh, international voters' support is not quite there, right? For that film overall, yes. So, and with the Academy specifically, if All Quiet was such a strong, and again, I haven't. I think I have it fourth right now in my Best Picture odds. I was just looking, but I could see moving up to like three or maybe two, I guess. But I, I still have like Top Gun and Banshees above it. Maybe that's silly. Uh, but when Edward Berger probably should have gotten a director nomination, like if it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that he didn't believe you always talk about like how it felt weird. No offense to him. It felt weird predicting him for the fifth spot yeah, in director yeah. and he obviously didn't get it. So, but I think like his win here at, at BAFTA just helps the Daniels because there's like no clear alternate. Well, that, that was my big takeaway from that race, right? Like I felt like Todd Field, if I was going to make the case for him to win best director would have had a win here. The fact that the Daniels didn't win but it was Edward Berger and not Todd Fielder or. Yeah. Like not, none of their Oscar competitors made a gain. Obviously right. Steven Spielberg could not. Right. So I'm like, so you can argue like, that also helps Steven. <laughs> so I feel like the Daniels actually now are pretty locked in for best director at the Oscars, not just because they won DGA, but because Edward Berger won BAFTA, that actually helps the Daniels as well. So I still think you end up with everything, everywhere in the Daniels winning, but I mean, I guess I could see a, a case where all quiet, comes through i mean i guess the, the case against everything everywhere is that people still want to say it's it's a polarizing movie more so than like, i think it's just uh, like well a lot more well liked stateside yeah than it is abroad even though obviously they've tried to uh diversify the academy the last like seven years a lot more international voters so i don't know we'll see like you know like pga that's also a lot uh more broad group too Right. So you could argue like everything ever can win there and lose <laughs> at the Oscars. Um, but, you know, it, could, it this could just be like another 1917 scenario, too. It also won seven BAFTAs last last time or like their only time. Right. Um, 
and yeah did not win best picture no i, I <laughs> like i i would not jump on all quiet winning best picture even after this but i obviously it's a top contender. yeah and obviously that in that case like parasite was like clearly the strong alternate and i just like right now we, we still it's still murky as to what that alternate is to everything everywhere and again all quiet can make that gain at pga so i think most people will probably alt top gun at pga um like i don't really i love banshees but i don't really see banshees winning pga no i think while it did win the two acting awards here i think banshees would I don't know. I don't think it's a serious uh, threat now to win Best Picture, I would say, even a PGA. Um, I don't even know where I have. I, I probably have it like third in PGA, but yeah, but yeah, everything everywhere can sweep the guilds right here. So, and but that... we've had, so the Globes went to Banshees and Fablemans. Right. Critics' Choice obviously went to Everything Everywhere. Right. And BAFTA went to All Quiet. Right. And next, I guess we'll see where SAG goes and PGA. SAG will right. probably, like, those, those two of them can just go to everything everywhere. To me, it feels like if everything ever lost one of those two, I would seriously consider picking against them for best picture. But until if they if it won those two, I would just continue to have it as best picture, basically. Um, yeah, so I don't even know, because I think most people at BAFTA had Banshees winning. So was... I'm assuming All Quiet was in third. It looks like it was in third. I had I had everything everywhere first, Banshees second, and All Quiet in third. But from the odds perspective, I think Banshees was first, then everything everywhere, and then All Quiet. So the first um, award they gave out of BAFTA was Adapted Screenplay. Yes. And All Quiet won that. So I just kind of had shades of Coda winning Adapted Screenplay last mm-hmm. year, which was like, whoa. <laughs> so And I mean, we talked about this, like we figured... At BAFTA, it was between All Quiet and Living. Yes. I would have given it to Living. So uh, one of my, I was saying, I I think I had, I'm looking now, I had 54% accuracy at BAFTA. Really, really barn burner. But a lot of my runner-ups would have been great picks. So I had All Quiet winning and runner-up as Adapted Screenplay. Like we said, I think it has a very strong chance of winning at the Oscars. And I actually had it, have it predicted to win at the Oscars. But I just thought Living would win here. Stupid. uh, Because All Quiet just won. And I feel like that's an easy win for it at the Oscars now. Because it's not just a beloved film, but it allows Edward Berger to win an Oscar. And like whether or not they want to celebrate him, I don't know. I don't think they... Are concerned about giving Edward Berger an Oscar. Give Edward Berger like an if, Oscar. if that script wins, it's just like they like the movie. And I that, do think it's going to win. That's a very chaotic category in the first place. Yeah, I, I absolutely. So I think Sarah good. Polly will need, well, definitely need to win WGA. Yeah, it just feels like women talking. Uh, I feel like not one person has talked about it since it got nominated. Completely just fell off the map. It feels. It's just. I mean. It, like, it deserved better this yeah. season. Um, just very rough go of it. Yeah. So I'm glad it squeaked in to Best Picture. Me too, so. and as it turns out. So so All Quiet wins Best Picture or Best Film and Best Director for Edward Berger. Uh, the acting categories at BAFTA, Joyce. Kate Blanchett, Best Actress. We we kind of expected this. Lydia Tarr might not have a BAFTA, but Kate does. We, we decided in our column on Friday that Lydia Tarr did not win a BAFTA. No, but Kate now has four? <laughs> She has four, yes. Good for her. Three uh, in this category. This, I, not to repeat what we said, but I was like, if she would have lost, I would have maybe reconsidered predicting her the Oscars, but I'm not going to. I actually think she's going to win at SAG, too. I think it's just like a steamroll. Sort of she's case. the only um, person who's capable of sweeping. Yeah, yeah and I feel like she yeah. actually might. Um, uh, best actor, Joyce. This was a big one for a lot of people, but not us, because we have been on the Austin Butler train. Choo-choo. Uh, the Oscars for for months, but Calvera did not win at BAFTA, and neither did Brendan Fraser, the whale, setting sail in third place at least for me. But it was Austin Butler who won for Best Actor. Yeah, um, this was only like truly shocking on the heels of Barry and Carrie winning <laughs> supporting because it kind of feels yes. like how do you give it to them and not Colin, you know? Um, but again, they love Baz Luhrmann movies. So they love Baz Luhrmann movies. I think it won four BAFTAs, right? To, uh, on on the on Sunday night at the at the BAFTAs. 
I think it yeah before. and um so also it also won casting which we talked about last week too and it's like what are they actually awarding here <laughs> like we There's, know it goes to the casting director they're rewarding uh that <laughs> they're awarding like austin butler <laughs> austin butler <laughs> exists right they're like thank you um, austin butler but it's just you know another biopic performance and um yeah is it like, seven out of ten best actor winners or biopics is that right or real people I mean, biopic performances are the most popular in this category. So for best so, actor, the last few winners, Will Smith, do you remember him? Uh, whatever happened? I don't know. It seemed like people were excited that he won best actor last year. People definitely wanted him to win best actor for like 10 months ongoing. So um, yeah, Anthony Hopkins, that was a fake character. Fictional. Right. Joaquin. The Joker. Fictional. Um, Rami Malek, real. Yeah. Gary Oldman, real. Yeah. Casey Affleck, fictional. Yes. Leo Hugo Glass is real. Yes. Eddie Redmayne, real. Yes. Matthew McConaughey, real. Yes. Daniel Day Lewis, real. Yes. Jean Dujardin, fake. Fake. <laughs> King's uh, King's Colin Firth, real. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges, fake. Sean Penn, real. Yes. Um, and then, then, then there will be blood. Again, fictional. Forrest Whitaker, real. Philip Seymour Hoffman, real. Jamie Foxx, real. Should we keep going? John Penn and Mr. Grover. John Penn, fake. fictional. Adrian Bodie, real. Denzel, real. fictional. Uh, Russell Crowe, fictional. That's that's the century. So a lot of uh, real, as it turns out. So so the fact that uh, Austin Butler is playing Elvis Presley, it seems like no kidding he's going to win Best Actor. Now, we, we've said that for a while. And it did. I mean, I've always had him. I mean, no, I know you you flirted with you put Brendan in first. For I did flirt with Brendan for about second. a hot second, but I've been mostly Austin Butler focused for months and I remain uh, highly excited about his Oscar win because I can't wait to hear him go up and do the voice. His so I watched I saw his speech and like he's he's like phasing out his voice. He is. Really. Yeah. Well, he said so, he's got permanent vocal cord damage. Yeah. Um, I also watched his hot ones, very charming, especially when he makes the PB and J at the end, because that's his comfort food. Yeah. So the voice is not as heavy in there either. And I, that's I also, like a full 30 minutes. I also feel like he's put on it, he's taken it to a a third or fourth gear here in phase two. He is way more on the on the he's getting more clicks, it feels like, than either Brendan or uh Colin, maybe. He's very visible. He's done a lot of <laughs> press in the past week. And um, he seems to know what to say to get headlines. I drank Hagen Das was one of the ones I saw this week. To be fair, uh, he gets asked a lot of these questions, and then there's a lot of potential for breakouts too. Yeah, like, that's like, it. It's a lot of breakouts. Like, Zoe 101, you know, right. or you know, my fave, the Carrie Diaries. Love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I feel like like. Good night, the lights on that best actor category. I don't know. I was if we like we said we both maybe had hoped Colin Farrell it seemed likely he would win here. That he yeah. My I mean my personal pick would be Colin, and I said that I would switch to him if he won BAFTA, and he did not. Right. So because I felt like if he won BAFTA, he could follow the Olivia Coleman path. Yes. So um, yeah, I'm keeping Austin, and I've said before that uh austin always felt like the one who could win both bafta and sag yes whereas colin and brendan felt like they could just win one and not the other colin felt like he could just win bafta and i've always had him in third at sag yes and brendan felt like he could win sag but not bafta so now i don't think i mean i don't think brendan is going to win sag either honestly it just seems like colin uh, i also don't even think it matters if he wins sag like I, i i have him a second at sag um, but I think like, just like Austin, he has BAFTA, he has a stronger movie, best picture nominee, you know, it's a, it's a stronger movie. It's a, the other thing is I like, we, I think we had said this, like, honestly, like back in September, October, but it's like the Brendan narrative, the Brendan, the hook of the Brendan thing, besides the performance that people were obviously very attached to at least some people and some people did not like that movie at all, obviously very polarizing. Uh, but the hook for Brendan was like the comeback kid. And then Kyu Kwan was just totally usurped that narrative. And it's hard to have two of those winners in the same year. It just is. I don't, I can't even remember, like, there's rarely a case I could think of where it's like two of those same narratives in the same year. 
that are well, like, it's not even that, but he obviously has a stronger film too. Well, yeah, but um, they, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you're not gonna have the he's the comeback guy, and you're yeah. not gonna have Brendan. And he's also coming back from a, a longer time away, yeah. like he's coming from the older movies. Too. You, you can't have you can't have two comeback guys. You just can't do it. And so Austin checks off the boxes of like the young like guy playing a real person doing his singing. We just did this with Rami Malek. I'd say Elvis is a better movie, and. There you go. And I, I get away. It's, it's also a better performance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, um, I, and I, I, I think like the, yeah, I think the the early hype for Brendan was obviously, oh my God, he's playing the 600 pound man, like the glam, so to speak, in quotes, um, prosthetics, obviously, and comeback. And, you know, people are nostalgic for his movies, but we've talked about this before. I think the core group that's nostalgic for his movies are like our age group, like, Right. Like young Gen X and old millennials. Yes. He's like the Phantom Menace of the category. So, and then like, I like love, love the mummy, love George of the Jungle. I watched that in school, <laughs> but I don't know how many, how much of a broad swath of industry folks are nostalgic for that movie. And yeah, like you said, like the whale is polarizing. It did not get, you know, like the, the PJ nom for the whale was a mirage because <laughs> it didn't make best picture at the Oscars. It got the screenplay nomination at BAFTA, did not get the screenplay nomination at the Oscars. Right. And um, yeah, he's in a weaker movie. Best actor is so strongly linked to best picture. Like you need your film to be a best picture nominee. And I think it's it's just, I understand wanting him to win. I think that's a lot of like the film Twitter love. And I get it. Like, it'll be great to see him win. Like, he seems like a lovely man. You talk to him. I have to very nice. Him. Very kind. Yeah. I think he's and, a good, good man. Yeah. So like, it's it's a nice story. And I understand one that wanting that for him. And I think that's also why he won Critics' Choice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, it also, it's honestly, it's he seems at least outwardly so, who knows? It, like, it is very much a mirror, I feel like, of The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke, right? Where it was like a great comeback story in a Darren Aronofsky movie. That performance did not end up, you know, the movie was more polarizing. Mickey Rourke was definitely more polarizing, so certainly not as uh, interested in in playing the the part as Brendan has been, I would say. If that, that sounds diplomatic enough, I don't know. Well, yeah, and Mickey at least won BAFTA. Right, so, so, so um, really, maybe a cross-off for, for Brendan, uh, potentially he also won the globe which brendan was you know yeah obviously um, but yeah i i think maybe in in a week or year he probably could have pulled it off but he's like he has he's up against two people in stronger films and one of them is another transformative baby role playing an american icon that is the big thing right yeah I mean and then i think a lot of people throughout the season have been trying to downplay austin's chances and because he's young and like he's not like 20 like gabriel labelle or something like right. if, if he were then i'd be more concerned but he's 31 which is fine yeah like, it, i mean it's like like eddie redmayne was 33 when he won yeah. it's like so, eddie redmayne and rami malik put together basically yeah like like rami was like older but still it's like that's it's it's, it's like and people love that movie and yeah, yeah so so we'll see. I mean, like if if Brendan Fraser wins SAG, I'll be on here next weekend being like, God damn it, Brendan Fraser, here we come. Wanna win the Oscar. Gave a great speech. You know, I love the speech stuff. That I mean, it's like, you know, Austin would still have the BAFTA. Sure. <laughs> but Brendan has a great speech. It's on YouTube, Joyce. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. But I'll, I'm not gonna move off him. I, I have a hard time thinking I will. But a lot of people I assume will move to us, Joyce, into the Austin camp here after Baptist. I assume he'll get a, be a riser. Have the odds shifted at all in the last? I don't even know. Let me look. Last we checked on Wednesday of last week, remember we said Brendan Fraser had double combined. If you added up Austin and Colin, uh, it's still he would not have uh, taken over, been overtaken by either one. Let's take a look here how it looks. Site slow load in Joyce because we're talking here. Let's see. Uh, Austin has shot up, but he's still about 1,300 votes behind. Brendan and Colin has now fallen to a distance. I suspect a lot of the the Fraser um, heads are still holding on to SAG. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of the Michelle Yeoh stands the same way too. Yeah, she's still behind Kate, but uh, Kate has a has a pretty comfortable lead. The Daniels up top, and then everything everywhere still just blowing it out. Uh, uh, not a lot of people predicting all quiet for best picture. It's not even in the top five. It's it's, it's sixth in our odds, uh, cumulatively. It'll be just 
so funny if Netflix's first best picture win is for All Quiet. On the that would be one of the most shocking things ever. A movie most not even Netflix could be excited about like three months ago, seemingly. But also kind of fitting in a way because we've seen them try so hard, even like this past season, like yeah. with their top pony before the fall. Like we knew what it was, what they were going to push. Right. And they've stumbled and All Quiet was clearly not their number one this year. <laughs> But I mean, that's like how you find, I mean, so, like, but yeah, cause it's like, you know, people just found it and they organically it. like it basically yeah. instead of forced to like it. So here, here's a range. So we, we can talk about this. I don't think you're going to change your picks, but I could very much be swayed to this uh, for supporting actress, Carrie Condon one over Angela Bassett. And I predicted this and you switched to it too. What if this is like a sign that she could win at the Oscars? I think so. The way that the ceremony shook out um, today uh, is interesting because I think if Banshees had won more awards, like if it also won Best Picture and for Colin, you could be more dismissive yes. of Carrie and Barry's wins. Yes. But the fact that it was the two, like they're the two acting wins and not the two leads basically, or like the the central relationship of the film um, uh, is, I, I think, well, so for, I think Angela was the most vulnerable to lose of the four frontrunners, as we know, because she was the lone nominee yes. for Black Panther. And uh, obviously Banshees is much stronger. So I don't think in a vacuum, Angela's loss is surprising. And I think if Banshees had won the other awards, then you could be like oh this is just like BAFTA going for like you know their hometown girl mm -hmm. um but I do think Angela can probably still win the Oscar because I think she's going to win SAG like they gave it Black Panther Ensemble last time right. and they're just so much more mainstream populist and they love narratives no one loves narratives more than SAG so like she's going to have SAG so she's going to have three of the major precursors and she's also just a lot more beloved, you know, actress stateside too. Right. I, so we could talk about, we'll talk about Kia and Barry in a second, but I think it's, and I think this could apply to Barry, but not on a greater scale. I just am not like, again, this could be my bias against or not against, but just like my, again, we were surprised that Angela Bassett like materializes like this steamroller, right? Like I think neither one of us expected that maybe like when Black Panther was screening, let's say. No, I mean, like that was, and, so, and I still, <laughs> like, like I've said, like, I wouldn't be surprised if she won SAG, like if she pulled an Emily Blunt, like, right. and like winning SAG when she's not a yeah, uh, Oscar nominee, which is so, not the case. So but. That's what we were expecting, and I just am like, I there's a huge amount of passion for Angela Bassett. Obviously, she's like a beloved actor who should have more than one Oscar, probably, and is an incredible performer. And everyone seems to like her, and that's reason alone to have her win here for Black Panther. But I'm like, there's not a lot of is there a lot of support for her performance in Black Panther versus her, and then. Is there more, there definitely seems like there's more passion at least, and that might be my bias because I'm like a passionate fan of the Carrie Condon performance. I think she's awesome in Banshees. Is there more passion for that performance in particular? And does this end up being like a Anthony Hopkins versus, you know, Chadwick Boseman kind of thing where it's just is like, well, we all love Angela Bassett uh, and we want her to have an Oscar, but in when push comes to shove and vote for my favorite performance, it's that performance because not voting for the actor and voting for the performance. Now, maybe it doesn't mean anything and maybe that'll nobody will people just vote for Angela Bassett because they like Angela Bassett seems very likely, but I'm like, I really could see that playing out. And I guess even if she wins SAG, I'm going to be debating that in my head up until the final time we pick basically. Well, because of Colin's loss today, Carrie is really Banshee's only viable acting winner now. Like I, I think he is still going to win the Oscar. Um, like he is a lot stronger than Angela. Right. So I think like it's come back to Carrie that she could be the acting representative for Banshees. Um, like the Oscars love Banshees too. They so yeah, like you could say, you know, BAFTA is not into Black Panther. Right. Uh, you know, uh, last time, it only had one nomination to for visual effects, which it actually won. 
um right. and it has five nominations at the oscars but you know she's like no no best picture this time and she's gonna be prop it could like she could be like it's only win which is fine like whatever but um yeah like i think there's also like the it there could be the marvel bias playing against her as well because even though obviously we've had two joker performances win like it's they're not the same thing they're dc choice the academy yeah. loves dc they like dc they don't like marvel um <laughs> but those are also grittier performances right they're hashtag yeah. snyder cut fans not yeah. marvel mcu fans. <laughs> <laughs> um and I think, I mean, you you made the comp to Lauren Bacall and Juliette Binoche. Yes. Which I don't, like, I think the, those races great. are different. But I can see this sort of being like uh, Mark Rylance and Sylvester Stallone. That's another one that's really good. Yeah, exactly right. Because it's like, the Stallone... I think it was different a little bit because I think the Stallone performance. Stallone also great. missed um, at SAG, so he wasn't. Right. Um, Stallone, I also think wasn't very as well liked as Angela Bassett. Yeah, so, yeah. But I think the performance was good, and people loved the performance. And they were like, "We don't love Stallone, so we'd rather give Mark Rylance this Oscar." Here, I think they love Angela Bassett, yeah. but they're like, "I think the performance might be better." I, I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, no one. She is still well out in front, at least right now. Who knows? People change their tune here going into the week, but. Uh, I could really see her not winning. Also, it might not be the only, it might actually at the Oscars be the only place where Banshees wins. A very easy chance it could go. It could be like, it could, it could still win her and screenplay. Yes. I think it actually like its performance today helps Martin. Um, yes. So even though I know like everyone was predicting him to win screenplay, but it's more that like everything everywhere did not do as well. <laughs> so it, that also only won one me, award so right. it's, it it reminds that that fact that reminds me of uh nomadland remember we were like is close you gonna win like three oscars yeah and i never what like really predicted nomadland for screenplay like right. it was just not a screenplay winner so then once like the father was materializing i was like it's going to the father so like in this i feel like now that the daniels seemingly are more and more locked in at director and they're already going to win probably best picture then the screenplay actually could go to banshees rather than everything everywhere so i could see winning there and carrie condon for two oscars basically yeah so i think i don't know i guess we're back to what it felt like in late december that carrie yes. could is this could be this acting win for banshees i wouldn't say she's a front runner no um, it but, was, that was like a week in, in December when when women yeah, it was like the last flopped. week in December. <laughs> yeah, when women talking flopped, and we were waiting to see who would come in as uh, a contender to take over the Jesse Buckley memorial spot as the front runner. Yeah, so it, but like between them, like her and Barry winning, and Colin losing, it's right. yeah. But I I think. Uh, Barry's win is more impressive because he was yeah. dominating so hard and you know swept the big three critics awards like almost everything and in the in a very strong movie but clearly not as liked by BAFTA over there yeah. um, and Barry also overcame his veteran co-star correct uh, incredible win I feel like it's like one of the most shocking wins there's no I don't know who did anybody have like I don't, I wouldn't say it's shocking. Um, like, it was definitely a surprise. Well, I mean, like, the category had six nominees, only three of which were taken seriously as even possibly contending. Yeah. The other three nominees were Albert Stuck from All Quiet, Michael Ward from Empire. But maybe, Quiet. like, based on All Quiet's performance, maybe he was, like, in third or Second. something. <laughs> and then Eddie Redmayne, and then Keoghan, Brendan Gleeson, and Barry Keoghan. Uh yeah, that was a great win. I, I, the difference I think between Key and Angela is that he has got a performance that people are passionate about, plus they're passionate about his narrative, plus the movie is obviously a juggernaut. So I think he has more things that would easily hold. I, like, I'm not surprised Barry Hugan has a lot of passion, but I think that was how he got nominated and it ended up being like easy for him to get in. Maybe people love that performance and they love him as an actor, but I, I just don't think there's enough there to have him seriously consider as a usurping key of Kwan. I, I think he um will win SAG and the Oscar just like yeah. um this 
like everything everywhere is the stronger movie or is you know out front now ahead of banshees and it's funny because they both have like viral moments that people love you know he has the laundry and taxes scene and barry has the scene with carrie at the lake so that maybe that's so why like it's like a pair it's like you vote for one you got to vote for the other right. people just love that scene you know um so it's obviously a beloved performance so i think he could be runner up i guess i wouldn't be shocked if he won sag either i because it's like people just love that performance and it's such it's it's not a, a super showy turn but it's I think like as a whole, like once um, he exits the movie, like after his last scene, it really hits you. I mean, like, I like that movie a lot. I think I like it slightly less than you, but I would say that the best parts of the movie for me are Carrie Condon and, and Barry Gilgan. Like they're, ama- like they're my favorite parts. Nothing against Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, but they just, they pop off the screen. Like Barry's so good in the movie. He's so funny and so heartbreaking. And it's like just a great performance. So I could see people being really passionate about it, but I just, gosh, I cannot imagine him losing, keep going losing at SAG. I just think that's like, seems so Yeah, like strange. SAG is just everything everyone's playground scene. Yeah. So I think he'll win that and still win the Oscar. So yeah. I think it this is like a, a bump in the road for him, but it's also exciting because, you know, yeah. he may not be able to sweep now, but it's more exciting for us. Like, yeah, the race is slightly more exciting, even if he still ends up yeah. winning. And I know people are, you know, obviously upset that we got uh, four white acting winners mm-hmm. that they deny the uh, people of color in supporting who were the front runners. But I don't think um, Carrie's and Barry's win, like Barry's win is more surprising than Carrie's but I, I think we just know like that's just kind of what BAFTA is like <laughs> anyway right like they have they have a lot of more uh you know race racially charged like history than the Oscars do certainly today. and that's also part of the reason why they've changed so much of how they were nominating people to try to avoid uh the complete yeah and like but you know the whole academy votes for the winner still so right um, we talked about original screenplay went to Banshees that was very widely predicted. And uh, I think like we saying, I think that could actually end up being the Oscar winner too. It just seems like a great, now that the Daniels have kind of like solidified their best director front runner status, maybe Banshees continues as a, a screenplay winner potentially. And then all quiet winning adapted screenplay, which hell yeah, let's go. I got it. I got a winning at the Oscar. So why not? Uh, Let's see what else. Cinematography went to All Quiet. Did you have that? Yes. Of you course. Of course I did. Uh, and now I think it can win at the Oscars as well. That seems like Did another... you not have it at the Oscars before? I think I did because I think I put it in. Yeah, I did. What I were you going to put in without Top Gun there? No, I had All, I, 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 all Quiet Tar. Oh, you had Elvis when you had Elvis winning six Oscars. Yes. <laughs> now I only have it winning uh, three, I think. So, <laughs> so that's good. Maybe two. Um... Let's see what else won at the BAFTAs. Hang on. Just honestly, kind of incredible that Babylon pulled out the production design win over All Quiet because 1917 won production design. Also, Um, All Quiet won all of these. I mean, you go through. So like production design was a Babylon over All Quiet, but best score was All Quiet over Babylon. We talked about about last week, like not, not... (laughs) It was like a dark horse. So and also again, it's we're a just kind of like, category. We're rubber stamping Justin Hurwitz and Babylon at the Oscars. I now I'm like I'm I kind of think maybe not actually. Well, so like the all quiet score is basically like three notes, but it's very effective. And it's the more so. beloved move. I mean, like I keep going back to like a lot of these. I just think when it's a close race and there's not a lot of passion around one of these things, like we said, you can make a case for any of the five scores of the Oscars that it probably goes to the more beloved movie. That's more considered in the category. So like everything everywhere you could say maybe could win here too, but I think like the all quiet score just feels much more traditional in it's uh, note. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's one note. Uh, 
no, so so production. I went to Babylon, which also won at the Art Directors Guild Choice, which uh, maybe a great sign that it'll win at the Oscars. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I already have it at the Oscars, yeah. so I'll just keep it there. So, uh, Oklahoma okay, best score, best sound, which I had it. Did you have it over Top Gun, or you had Top Gun? No, of course I had All Quiet War movie. Come on, um, <laughs> but I do have Top Gun at the Oscars. Yeah. Costume design went to Elvis, which seems great. No uh, Black Panther here. I still think Black Panther could win at the Oscars for Ruth Carter. I think I have Elvis at the Oscars. But now that I think Austin's going to win, I think maybe I'll move Elvis into first. The film editing went to Everything Everywhere, which I think, again, part of the reason why I'm like, oh, I actually think it's still like an easy front runner for Best Picture is because it won Best Editing here. I don't know. I think like like clearly it's still like a major movie, I guess. No kidding, but... I don't think it, it doesn't need to win editing at the Oscars to win Best Picture. It already got the nomination. No, I, I know, but so. I just feel like obviously, like, I think it probably will win editing at the Oscars. I think so. I, I still have Top Gun winning editing and sound just because they're so linked. Right. Um, And everything everywhere missed sound. So true. Uh, Best Near Makeup went to Elvis over the whale. Mm-hmm. I had that. I had I had the whale. Uh, sound, we said visual effects went to Avatar. Congratulations to Avatar. Uh, it's most locked now. It's officially more locked than Huquan. I feel like it's the only lock, sure. of the, <laughs> the full lock of this. How many did it win at BES last week? Was I think it, it won like <laughs> so. No, many. I think it won nine out of fourteen, and then the five it lost was against itself. <laughs> That's what happened. It's amazing. So it actually didn't lose. <laughs> Truly, the biggest lock in the history of locks. Uh, casting went to Elvis, like you had mentioned. They loved uh, Austin Butler, and they loved Baz. Mm-hmm. Animated feature went to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Joyce, I'll have, I, I, as it turns out, uh, according to Guillermo del Toro, this is breaking news. Animation is not for kids. It's not a medium for kids. It's an artistic medium. Is that what he said in his speech? Have you heard that it's, before? It's not, though. It's not like people just think it's for kids because a lot of the animated films are directed at children. But any anyone of all ages can watch animated. Netflix is really going to win like five or six Oscars this year because it's got this. But they want the big one. That's the one they're missing. I know. Documentary is a wild category. We had said, I wasn't convinced Moon Age Daydream was going to be like the pick. I should have went with Fire of Love and it would have lost anyway. Fire of Love went at the DGA Awards, which I was like, that's a great sign, I I felt, especially over All the Beauty and the Bloodshed because it felt like Laura Portress would win at the DGA Awards. Uh, But no, Navalny won at the BAFTA Awards. Um, Yeah, just against the the anti-war sentiment. So at the Oscars, what do you think? I, I still, I think it's Fire of Love and Nalvani are the top two now. I think it'll probably be either of those as well. I don't know. Uh, the case for Fire of Love, I would say, is that it's like the most, it's like the, I think of these five, it's probably the most widely seen it was a big hit at the box office for a documentary, and it's also on Disney Plus, and they're really promoting it, even more so than Nelvani, even though it's on HBO Max. It's, yeah, and I think I've said this before. I think after Summer of Soul won last year, it's like it's defied the archival footage bias, which was always an issue. Like a lot, there, there's been a lot of notable snubs in this category mm-hmm. because it seemed like they didn't like archival footage. And I also think it's like the most, the the feels one. It is. It's very sad. So I think like that'll help it win. It's sad, but it's like bittersweet sad, right? Like, yeah. oh, romance and death. Uh, yeah, Nav- Navani is timely. Right. But I think maybe, I think Fire of Love might win at the Oscars. I do. And then the DJ Award was like a big win for uh, Saradosa, so... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I haven't changed that yet. I still have all the beauty. I had I had Navani in fifth place at, at the BAFTAs. Way to go, self. Good job. Incredible. Uh best uh film not in the English language is all quiet, shocker. Banshees won best British film. It couldn't pull off British film and best film. Which we expected to happen. We I I mean I I had it as a split, but I was wrong. Because I had everything everywhere winning. I didn't think it was going to win both. I ha- I had it doing both because three billboards did both. Yeah. Um, but it also wasn't up against a war film. 
So. Um, and then the Rising Star Award went to Emma Mackey. Another yeah. sex education. I picked the wrong one. Yeah, went to, went to the wrong one. I told you I suck at that category because I don't know what the British public likes. And then uh, I think Charlotte Wells won best first feature, right, or something. Shocking. So. And the anim and the sh animated short was Boy the Mole, the Fox and the Horse, and the. Uh, an Irish goodbye. An Irish goodbye. One live action short. So maybe those are our front. I have I have Boy the Mole, Fox and the Horse at the Oscars. It feels like. It's strong it's, front it's, a, it's very pretty, but it's also, I think it's the longest one. It's like 45 minutes, I yeah. think. And recent winners have been shorter. Yeah. So. And Irish Goodbye, I have Le Pupel winning at the Oscars, but. Because I of the Irish Alfonso Goodbye winning, for... I have it in second. Uh, what else? They, they, I don't have the whole list. Let me see. Um, we, we, didn't, we didn't mention the. The faux pas when they announced Carrie Condon. Yes, because uh, Troy Kotzer was the. the... We, we didn't, it, but we didn't see it because we were not there, and they edited it out of the broadcast. That was like delayed by an hour as usual. Troy, Troy Kotzer's uh, an interpreter. It seems like uh, botched the winner announcement. No, it was like the the in-house BAFTA announcer. Okay, okay. So because like even the the clip that the the it's been uh, heavily edited. <laughs> announce like Harry Condon the clips that are out um so it was like the in-house BAFTA person said Carrie Mulligan instead of Carrie Condon yeah and then they had to correct it and then Troy was like showing her the envelope when she gets on it says like Carrie Condon so awkward yeah that, that's, there was their, a, that's their La La Land moment that was their La La Land moment and then uh did Ariana DeBose host this show she did not. It was Richard E. Grant, but she opened the show like it was the Tony Awards with uh, a questionable number. A song and dance number where she put the uh, names of the nominees seemingly in, in a song. Uh, the, yeah. the, the tweet, you sent me the tweet just now. The tweet went viral. I'll just read the tweet that you sent me. Here's what it says. No way this is real. And then it has a link to the video. So I would say just go watch this video if you can find it. I would you very easy to find if you you put into Twitter search, even though Twitter doesn't really work anymore. Just Ariana BAFTA, feel like you'll find it. You also um, see a lot of tweets from people with screen grabs of the nominees she references in the song, their reaction shots. <laughs> yes, uh, my favorite was Anna Darmus. Get Anna Darmus in a comedy again. That's that's a meme. It's just the best. She's so funny. Put her in a comedy again. Uh, get free her from. I'm glad she was Oscar nominated for Blonde, but put her in uh something something fun next time. Uh, those are the BAFTA award choice, and then DGA was on uh, again. Like we said, late on Saturday night slash Sunday morning here. The Daniels won for Everything Everywhere. I I had them. I don't I don't know. I'm not surprised. Not I, surprised at all. But if you were hoping for Steven Spielberg to have any hope, I think Steven was first in the odds. Yeah, he was, and he did yeah. not win. And I think he has. I think the ship has sailed, Joyce, on on the Steven Spielberg. I mean, that was his last stand. So it's really, we've said this before. Like his Globe win, even before he won, it could it could just be his Hugo Globe win. Yeah. Yeah, and it really feels like it is. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Wells won Best First Feature. Uh, in the, And then, like we said, Sarah Dosa won for Documentary. The TV, we talked about the TV awards. We could just do that briefly. Uh, Sam Levinson won for, for Dramatic Series 2, which you know I loved because I love me Euphoria. Um, incredible. This is what happens when Succession's not around, basically. So, so the two Severance shows cancel each other out. You had predicted... Uh, I had Jason TV Bateman. Bateman for Ozark. And then Sam Levinson sneaks in and and, and grabs it. So they were they were never going to give it to Better Call Saul, we you know. Uh, you're you're you want to you want to take. A oh, you mean laugh? should I take this moment to gloat when you were yes. like Mike White was going to win comedy yes. series? No, my <laughs> guy Bill Hader is going to win his third DGA award for Barry Seven Ten North, undefeated at DGA. So you're I right. Knew DJ would not let me down like the Emmys do. Every time he loses at the Emmys for the same exact damn episode, he goes on to win the DGA. And uh, I knew they would not ignore an absolute banger like 710 North. He so, did it. And I love Mike White, but let's be real. 
no one talks about the direction in the white lotus no it's all about the writing and the, and the performance and jennifer coolidge yeah and hot uh, people on vacation so uh congratulations i know i know you're a poem for him uh for for limited series helen shaver actually won for station 11 i uh, this one was a chaotic category i had uh the uh, tom uh what the uh, tom verica for for inventing anna um yeah i ended up changing to the other station 11 episode <laughs> the finale which it i just, think yeah. most people had of the station 11s yes and it was this, like, no this was pretty low i think yeah I, it, I would assume it was probably dead last mm-hmm. in um the odds but you know what this actually reminded me of her win it reminded me of uh nicole castle winning for watchmen for it's summer and we're running out of ice when Mm -hmm. most people were predicting stephen williams for this extraordinary being yes i'm looking at which episode this is to see here it's the penultimate no is it the penultimate episode maybe let me see who's there um no no it's this the anti-penultimate the anti-penultimate uh yeah this is a good one i mean the show rules so i'm like not shocked i think this ends with tyler blowing up the the thing maybe i don't know but you know good for station 11 to get a, a big win love so. it love to see it a uh, great show yeah, that is when Tyler goes into the uh, Severn City and like torches the museum. That's a spoiler that I will get yelled at for for a it's, show that the show is over. Your thirteen role. months old, fourteen months old show. Once, once something is out for public consumption, you can talk. Joyce, about I'm telling it. you the comments. I I got screamed at in the comments the other day because we said Modoc was in in Ant Man. That's that's already been out. Truly in the trailer, yeah. <laughs> they talked about it. We didn't even say if, what it, it was. if it's out in the trailer. There, the company is using that as part of its promotion. Yes, you can talk about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, directing of a variety talk was SNL. I think we had that one. Uh, directing an achievement for variety talk news sports specials was Glenn Weiss for the Tony Awards choice. And then he revealed that he and his fiance, to whom he proposed at the Emmys in 2018, finally got married on Valentine's Day. And uh, you know, like that was about it. We didn't really, uh, the other categories we never really talked about, but uh. That's it. Yeah. So. So, what do you think, Joyce? Daniels, like Daniels. I mean, like today, even though they didn't win, it's their best case scenario if they were not going to win. It feels like they had a great day. I agree because the 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 person who won cannot win at the Oscars, and uh, there's no other real competitor for them at the Oscars. I just and then like Banshees didn't even win Best Picture there at BAFTA. So right. So it's like Martin McDonough never felt like a real contender. I think Spielberg now is out. I think Todd Field should have won a BAFT if he was going to win. So I feel like the Daniels are kind of like locked and loaded now. And then that opens up them winning Best Picture, which we'll see at PGA. And it could leave screenplay available for Martin McDonough. Yeah. I, I mean, I when we were ranking this previously, I was like, I think the thing people love about Everything Ever is the, the movie itself, the whole movie, and then the cast. And then probably the writing and then their directing. But now I'm like, maybe I was totally wrong about all of that. And it's the directing and the movie and the writing. They're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> the idea is great, but I'd rather vote for Banshees because it's a... Well, it's, I think it's also... Well, like Banshees is the more writerly script. Right. Um, but Everything Everywhere is more high concept, right. which they also responded to. Um, but I think they... They're forthcoming question mark directing win is also just kind of like them being the masterminds behind it right and you know and when that happens then i'm like i really don't think they i mean i don't know if they you you, we always talk about this i'm like did they really vote like this or they just vote for what they like but i'm like if somebody's sitting there like filling out their ballot and they're like the masterminds of this movie are the daniels as directors i'm gonna vote for them and they get the screenplay won't they be like didn't i just vote for these guys like why would i vote for them again i don't know maybe they'll just vote for mark mcdonough in that case um i mean i i feel like a lot of if you really love that movie you'll probably just vote for them and both i don't know it's right. just it's a it's a negotiation it's an individual negotiation right for everyone like if you 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 might have a favorite movie but it's not up against something you in in a particular craft that you think is better 
so you might vote for the other thing in that craft so um i don't know so i mean like before today i had todd field in second at the oscars but now i'm like he didn't even like win i mean i, I didn't have him winning at BAFTA, but like you know if he had won there which i wouldn't have been totally surprised by um but you know I would be like I think I would still have kept him because the Daniels won DJ I would, I would still kept him in second but I'd be like oh he's the runner-up and now I'm just like who's the runner-up well, <laughs> like that's, that's the, the thing right like I don't like, know is it just is it just Spielberg I mean let's look at this again here I mean maybe McDonough's the runner-up he's got the most beloved other movie yeah, but that everyone always acts like it directed itself. No, no one, the director did not exist. Like he's nominated, but you know, I, I honestly still think Field is too. I don't know. I just think it feels like right, but in our odds, Spielberg is two, McDonough is three, and Field is four. If it just feels like no one else is going to win that category, there's no, just looking at it, you're like, who else would win here? It's just there's nobody else. Yeah, and I just, I don't, so the, the other thing about the Fablemans is, is it just going to go home empty-handed? Absolutely. The TIFF winner. I think it will. <laughs> I don't think it can win anything. I would win score. I guess, I guess it's best chance is score, but I don't, I, I've, I've not been feeling John Williams. For I have been, I have been in fifth in score. I don't even know where I have it. Uh, just remarkable. I don't know. I don't know. Cause if that, that's it would basically be a legacy win if he won score and but i don't know where what where else it can be saved from going over seven i don't know um like judd hirsch is not gonna win michelle williams is not gonna win um yeah and then, well, will Steven ever win a third? I don't think so. I guess not. I mean, maybe an honorary Oscar. He should have won so many of these. It's like kind of criminal that he doesn't. Like we were saying, he should have won for Lincoln when maybe instead of Ang Lee. But it's weird because it feels like he was probably closest to his third with Lincoln than anything else. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's it. I, I'm looking, I'm going through my Oscar picks. I'm just making a mess of them right now, Joyce. Just, uh, I haven't really touched them. I'll tell you what. I, I was like, I already have almost everything. I did everything. I, I mean, Sabatha doesn't have song. I still have not to not to, and I don't really know if that's winning. <laughs> so let's think about that for a second. Cause I agree with you. We definitely have not to not to there cause everyone wants it to win, but the, it seems like it has been maybe slightly forgotten about the, the enthusiasm from uh, the film Twitter world is, has died down, obviously not, not a surprise. I have, the Everything Everywhere song in second, the Sunlux, uh, or Mink, uh, is it, who is it? Minka? Um, who wrote, who sings this song? Who sings it? Well, no, like, you mean the writers? Yeah, well, who's the writers? But I think it's, yeah, it's them. And I mean, that's like, multiple people, but. But who's the nominee, though? Let's take a look. It's um, Sunlux. Well, I think one, I think one of them from. Or all of them. Oh no, just Ryan, just Ryan, and then David Byrne and Mitski, and then lyrics by Ryan and David Byrne. So I think that could win. I really do. <laughs> I think, like, I think that would win if they just really don't care about any of these, <laughs> which they might not. I but mean, it's also like Top Gun is a strong movie too. I mean, Top Gun could go home empty-handed in my calculus now. I think it could lose editing and sound. I think it could still win both. Um, Definitely could still win both, but I do think, like, 
you can make a case that everything everywhere wins editing because the most editing like we've been saying and a lot of times that is the the hallmark of an editing winner at the oscars rightly or wrongly most editing is uh the best editing. yeah but again i'm just gonna go by the sound stat so right and then the sound if it lost if every and then you would say like all quiet would maybe win sound so then top gun can go over six but it still is in play here it is, and I think it's a great song, but I'm just like, I don't know if people care about it. What if I Diane Warren care about any of these songs? What if <laughs> Diane Warren finally wins then too? That's an easy one to think about as well. Like I think Diane would be a winner by now if it were just the music branch voting for winners. <laughs> certainly, and like God knows, like actually that's kind of how I feel about Todd Field and director. I, I think if only the directing branch voted for winners, he would win. Like he just like PTA delivered the speech at DGA. Yes. And he called it a ghost story, which I was like, that's actually a great way of putting it. And he like we both said, um, he agrees that Tar is very, very funny. Like, like yes. Yeah, I was surprised I saw some people saying it's not funny. I was like, it's um they're wrong because it's hilarious. It's so funny. (laughs) It's but it's funny in that PTA way that like Phantom Thread is funny. So like I guess if you're not really on that wavelength, I guess maybe you wouldn't get it. But I'm like, I think it's pretty funny. And I do think it's a ghost story that there's really compelling uh cases for the whole last act being not legitimate. Um, I don't like I hate the the discourse in the past week that the third act is a dream sequence because I'm like, no. But, I, I'd say what the read did you read this late article from a couple of weeks ago? It's like pretty convincing. Yeah, at least makes no. a better case than just like people shouting about it on Twitter. <laughs> it does kind of make a case. I don't agree with it either because the movie's not like that, but it's not not in play. Let's say. I mean, it's definitely it's open to interpretation because that's yeah. what they want anyway. Yeah. So it's fine. I'm not like, I just don't think based on like you said like what the movie is like the other two and a half hours that that's what they're going for but i know he's never going to correct you no also no disrespect to anybody who subscribes to this like the slate piece but like the movie's been out for like five months you think you're the first like you just cracked the case on this one i'm i have a hard well it's more that it's now on peacock too so it's like sure no i I get it i I get it but i'm just like you know it's been out for a while a lot of people have seen it even if it flopped uh somebody else would have maybe said it i don't know you know it's like probably probably just take it at face value it's a strange movie intentionally so um but it is a compelling case and it's interesting discourse i don't know i don't i don't i could see not like we've said you said this i think way back not to not to could easily be uh husevic so and there's no real uh, i mean if you go by the movies it's the weakest movie other than tell it like a woman in this category rrr so it could win i think it doesn't need to necessarily win because it got nominated they'll perform it at the oscars it'll be a great moment and whether it wins or loses who really cares in the end i mean they will care obviously the nominees but you know in in the viewing audience and the academy might just be like yeah, that was really fun. I'm glad it got nominated, but I'd rather vote for this song I don't remember from Everything Everywhere because uh, it's the movie I love. Again, they should just do what we've always talked about, vote for the winner after the performances. That absolutely, that would have, uh, This Is Me would have won. Uh, the Lady Gaga, Diane Warren song would have won. Diane uh, Warren would have a competitive Oscar already. <laughs> what was that song from Hunting Ground? Great song. Until uh, It Happens to You. What a great, that was one of the best Oscar performances. Should have easily won. They should absolutely, that would be, see those are. Do you it think, should be like American Idol. <laughs> would, would that go over well with the film Twitter and the Academy at large? Like these are the nominees. You're going to perform them live. The Listen, winners will be voted if, in the if room. ABC, the, the the academy itself does not care about like the viewing, but like ABC does. Like if they if they want more viewers to tune in, make it interactive. You like, have a, you have voting interactive. There's all academy members in the room, so it still would be legitimate. And you say, all of these are nominees. We're going to do the performances, and then whoever uh gets the most academy members in the audience wins. Basically, it doesn't need just to be the people in the room. Like you could everyone at home like all the academy members around the world they they could still vote yeah sure i guess figure out a way to do it i would weigh in on that would be such a great that would make it so fun it would be so cool and you could do them all throughout the show and then announce the winner towards the end it'd be a winner that's a real that's a really good idea we we would just have a lot of different winners if that's how they did it (laughs) 
I know there's a difference between like live performance and like doing it, but I'm also like, most of these songs are credit songs, so it doesn't really matter. And it should just be like the song. It should be the song. If you're going to just vote for it on that aspect, like not to not to, like we said, and who's too are part of the movie. So they're like, actually like factor heavily in the movie. All these other ones are just songs. I mean, I know that hold my hand is in top gun, but it's like, not like something that you would be like, Oh man, remember that it's not like it's not like Layla. No, it's not it's like March. playing in, in the bar, but yeah. also the the melody is woven into the new yeah. score. So right. it it is familiar in that way. It's like the Titanic score in my heart yeah. will go on. But it's still so. like a, a credit song. So I'm like, if you play it yeah. live, that should have like might as well. Like they're not really saying any like they're just voting for the songs then. You know what I mean? It's not like they're voting for the songs com- aspect of it in the movie, you know, like not to not to maybe they would be, but I don't know. Yeah, because it, it's really hard to say what the category should be. Like, is, is it just about songwriting? No, because it's not like the Grammys, like Song of the Year, Bonnie okay. Raitt, Song of the Year winner. Um, Because it's like in relation to the movie, but then you also want it to be part of the movie or, and, or work it, in the movie somehow. But end credit songs are eligible, and that's how, you know, yeah, a lot of these people get their nominations. Right, it really <laughs> does actually work, song in there. work in the movie. So then it should go back to maybe the songwriting and the song, and then it's like maybe we should just perform it live and have you vote for it. I'd be so in on that. That'd be what a wonderful thing. But anyway, I could see everything ever winning here. <laughs> I really could. Uh, I don't know. I'm not convinced. Not to not to is going to win. Uh, I mean, remember all the the uh, hype from the past week about if Rihanna's halftime performance would push her to the win. Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. I also wonder if they'll be able to get her to perform, obviously, because she's she's pregnant, but she was I think she'll perform. Well. Like probably will. She went to the Golden Globes. There she was just sitting there. I still can't yeah, believe Yeah. And like she's probably just in her second trimester. Yeah. I mean, she could. Uh, she was flying through the air at the Super Bowl. I'm sure she could stand on the Oscar stage and and yeah, and, and that sync, platform you know, was wobbling in the air. So yeah, I'm sure she could sit there and lip sync, lift me up uh, to the uh, Oscar nominees in the crowd. Uh, I guess that's it, Joyce. What do we got? Anything else before we we sign off? I guess we'll be back. We'll be back later this week uh, to preview PGA and SAG. Can't wait to give our predictions on those. Uh, I don't even know if I will change anything. <laughs> no. Might not. We'll see. I haven't looked at Zag in a little while, so maybe I'll. I might, need, I might need to change things because I might have like just. I'm, I might just go to Kate for Sag too. Yes. Yes. Do I already. I like already have Austin there. So. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, all right, Joyce. I'll talk to you later. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus